human composting, also called natural organic reduction, is the latest green burial trend. Basically, it turns our earthly remains into soil. And it could be coming to Vegas. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, I sit down with Assemblyman Max Carter. His bill, which would allow natural organic reduction in Nevada, is currently being discussed in the Senate. We talk about how it works, why some people have hesitations, and how human compost could help heal the land after wildfires. It's Tuesday, April 18th. I'm Sonia Cho Swanson, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Assemblyman Max Carter, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you so much for having me here today. Well, we appreciate it. We're, we're really excited to learn about human composting today. You introduced AB 289 to the legislative session this year, the so-called human composting bill. What is human composting? Well, the polite term they use now is natural organic reduction. And it's okay. just that. It's a way that naturally reduces your body to compost, to clean, healthy, very organically friendly compost. And what exactly is this process used for? So this is in place of like a normal burial, in place of cremation? In place may not be the right term. It's another alternative. And that's what we're trying to do is provide another alternative to traditional burials or cremation. A lot of people now talk about natural burials where they have a plot of land and they just put you in a shroud and let you decompose naturally. This is a way that's done in a very environmentally friendly way. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, oh, I want to get turned into a tree when I die. Well, with compost, you can dig a hole in your backyard, put the compost in, plant a tree on top of it. And people think about ashes, scattering their, their loved one's ashes, and putting them under a tree, and, and in reality, they don't really—they're not really harmful, but they're not good for the tree either or the plants. So, a hmm. hmm. little bit nicer way to turn yourself into a tree. Okay, a little bit nicer way to turn yourself into a tree. I like that. Can I ask some really basic one-on-one questions about how this works? So, sure. Let's say that someone has decided that after their death, they would like to get involved in this process of human composting, or as you say, natural organic reduction, what would happen to the body of this person? It'd be just like any other process where you'd end up being taken to their facility, probably through funeral homes that are already familiar to the community. And it would be redirected to this facility that has, typically now they've got pods that they put the body in, Mm -hmm. They put wood chips and other green matter, plants and stuff like that. You can take and put flowers, biodegradable things that mean something to you and your family. You can put in the pod with them. Hmm. They're stored in a controlled environment, monitoring moisture level, temperature and the like. And anywhere from a month and a half, to two or three months later, it's a, it's a relatively short time, you have clean compost. 
Okay. So I'm guessing the bones don't break down with the rest of the body. What happens with the bones? The same thing that happens in a cremation, because there's big chunks of bone left after a cremation also, and they're pulverized and put back into the compost. Do you get to decide what happens with the soil of your loved one, or does it belong to the company? No, it belongs to you. And so uh, there's been a lot of ideas. You know, typically a family will want like an urn full. This creates quite a bit, a half a cubic yard or so. Wow. A big wheelbarrow full or a couple wheelbarrows full. And so if you want all of that, if the family wants that, you can have it all. If if you don't, most places, they they... In Washington State, I know that one of the groups has set up a memorial garden area to where it's not individual plots. It's just the the compost is used to help create a wonderful, beautiful little park. There's been talk of it being used in wildfire restorations. That's one of the ideas that are out there because, yeah, who wants to bring home all of that? Right, right. And does the soil smell bad? Smells just like regular compost. Okay. It's just like the stuff you go and buy at Home Depot. It's just as safe. It's just as clean. And it's just as sweet smelling as any good compost is. Hmm. Well, this is interesting because I myself have thought like, wow, it'd be nice to be turned into a tree someday. But I'd never thought about natural organic reduction as an option. What is the issue with current funeral practices? Why do you think Nevadans need this option? I think it's not just Nevadans. I think it's everywhere needs it. The first one is is very obvious, and it's been around for a long time with the tying up of land in perpetuity. Hmm. You know, around the turn of the last century, I understand that San Francisco actually disinterred all of the graveyards within the city of San Francisco and reinterred the remains outside of the city limits because they needed that land back. So tying up land is a is a big issue. And but then more importantly from my point of view is you know that traditional burials use up enough wood that comes out of like 4 million acres of forest land across the country across the world wow okay you know enough lumber to build about four and a half million houses are put in the ground to decompose plus at least in our country most people are embalmed that puts formaldehyde and other toxic chemicals into the ground which is not good for the ground plus all of the concrete the, the metal fixtures on all of that stuff. You know, we need to preserve our resources every way we can. And you look at cremation. Cremation is becoming more and more popular as traditional funerals and graveyards are harder to take and manage. But on that side there, it uses fossil fuels. It creates greenhouse gases. And, you know, one thing that I didn't even think about till I read more on this, most of us have fillings. Oh. And it turns that mercury in the fillings into gas, which is highly toxic. And so all of these things are being put in our air. And this is just a way that eliminates most of those issues. 
Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked-about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. Okay, so what about the cost of, say, natural organic reduction burial versus a regular funeral? I understand that regular funerals are fairly expensive, something like $6,000 or $7,000 or upwards of that if you're going for the extra ornate packages. And we're talking about very similar price structure. You know, it's between $2,500 and $5,000. It's it's. It's really not a, I don't see it as a price issue. This is, again, those terms that we don't think of when we think of death as competitively priced. It's right there with, with the other options. Well, maybe let's talk about some of the concerns people might have, because you mentioned that this turns into a soil that's just like what you might get from Home Depot. It's sweet smelling. It could be used anywhere, like in a garden. But I can imagine people having some hesitations about where they might put the soil. So are there any stipulations in your bill about where it can or can't be used, for example, for, I don't know, growing food? Well, I don't know if I grow tomatoes in it, but yeah. that's kind of a personal choice. Uh-huh. And no, there are no restrictions. It meets all of the standards. It's perfectly fine for any place you'd use regular compost. So I guess it's up to the individual about how they they want it used. Okay. Now, I read that the Catholic Church in in both Washington and California, where it was recently legalized, came out against human composting. And and they were saying that it's the same process that's used for garden composting, that this is a process that was created for livestock disposal. And uh, I think the quote from some California Catholic organization was that it creates spiritual, emotional, and psychological distancing from the deceased. So I'm curious, like, if you think that there's something to their concern that this might not be dignified enough for the human body. Personally, I don't. We we did not have any opposition on the first hearing of this bill at all. Zero opposition. Mm, in Nevada. And it got unanimous bipartisan support in Nevada. And I hadn't heard those statements that you just gave. I'd heard that the Catholic Church had opposed it on doctrinal concerns, you know, about the whole concept of keeping the body together. And similar to why in the past the Catholic Church has had concerns over cremation. And anything that's new, sometimes people, it takes a while for people to get used to. And I think it's, in a way, just as respectful or if not more. We keep coming back to the tree thing. We see in parks all the time with plaques that 
in memorial to somebody on a tree. And wouldn't it be wonderful if that memorial is really a, a, a piece of your loved one? Mm. I got to admit, I think for me personally, it's something that's really compelling. Um, but but I can understand if people have hesitations because there's so much fear around death and so much, I don't know, I guess, concern around what happens with the body and what it means about how we've cared about this person who's leaving this body behind, right? I'm curious about your own connection to this issue. I mean, what, what was your motivation for proposing this bill? Well, I've faced very serious or very hard traumatic loss in my life. Hmm. And I've kind of rededicated my life to service. And I I work with and volunteer with a community that with a nonprofit organization that goes out and spends time in the immediate aftermath of a loved of somebody losing a loved one and i just see this as another way that could provide that little glimmer of hope that light at the end of the tunnel for somebody that's suffering through what's quite possibly the worst time of their lives and i know for a fact that it's the little things that can be most helpful at a time like that and this provides another way that just may create a little bit of solace for somebody. What do you think might be done in Nevada with the soil from natural organic reduction? Do you think that there might be a place for a memorial garden? Or what are your ideas for what could be done with the remains? My ideas were all focused around wildfire restoration. We're seeing so much, so many more of those. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, there hasn't been a program that's been stood up in any of the six states where it's where this process has been legalized. I would like our state to be the first to stand up a program like that where the, the citizens of Nevada can dedicate their remains to helping keep Nevada beautiful. Just contributing back into this state we all love, you know, because our state is unique. And I just love the idea of being a part of our state in perpetuity. Mm -hmm. So if AB 289 passes, how soon could Nevadans have human composting as an option? Typically, and, and I don't remember right offhand what the effective date is, is I believe it's October 31st is a typical time when new legislation goes into place. There would be some regulation period. Okay, so maybe end of 2024 or, or even early 2025 as an, as an early estimate. Yes, ma'am. That's what I'm hopeful for. Okay. And if you're open to answering this question, have you thought about what you want for your own body after your death someday? A long ways away, let's hope, knocking knocking on wood here. I'm very comfortable talking about it. And and no, I haven't. My uh, Before, my plan was always to just be cremated. Very similar. My wife and I shared the viewpoint. She was very clear. She was an organ donor. She wanted to be cremated and no services because she didn't want to put our sons through that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of follow along. And that's what I think. And then let 
the next generation figure out what they want to do with my remains. Now, I think it'll probably be human composting and let my sons or granddaughters figure out what to do with it. And that's what I think that I want now. It's really about honoring your loved ones. And there's no wrong way to do that. And this is just making another way legal. Well, Assemblyman Max Carter, thank you so much for your time today. We, we appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate you. And now a microdose of news before you go. The Bureau of Land Management is now offering $10,000 for information about the November shooting of a borough near Pahrump. The six-year-old female may have been shot three days before she died. Meanwhile, the old axiom about how millennials don't buy homes has been pendulum swinging in the last five years, with the Las Vegas Valley helping lead the way. Our area saw the nation's second largest jump in millennial home buying, That's partly the result of local market factors and partly a confluence of national trends that saw millennials making more money and saving on rent by living with their parents during the pandemic. That's all for today here on CineCast Las Vegas. How do you feel about human composting? What kind of tree would you like to be turned into? Leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 702-514-0719. That's 702-514-0719. We might play a few of your messages on the show. So if you enjoyed this episode, please go tell a friend. It really matters and it really helps. Then if you're feeling so inclined, throw us a few stars. You can rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our amazing morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. I'm a third generation. My grandparents came to Nevada in the 40s. I was raised in Nevada. I raised my sons in Nevada. And now I've got granddaughters that are fifth generation Nevadans. And I just, I love this state. I've been from top to bottom in it. And it's just a beautiful state. And I'd, I'd like to stay here. Maybe as a Joshua tree. That's a, you know, very, you know very <laughs> iconic Nevada tree. Yes, absolutely.